Hey good people, this is Sharika, EB, and Sabrina. You're listening to The Kickback. Glad you decided to pull up. It's your boy, E to the B. I'm back. (laughs) We back. Me, Sharika, and Sabrina with another episode of The Kickback. And some of you will get that reference of the la-da-da-da-da, but if you don't, you'll get it throughout this episode. Um, But yeah, man. Week after the Super Bowl, got a lot to talk about today. But before we dive into all fun things, Super Bowl and football and music and entertainment, what's the temp like for you guys? Sharika, Sabrina, talk to the people. Well, I'll go ahead and go first. Listen, my temp is give me 72 because at the time you're hearing this podcast, I am on vacation. So I am already just anticipating and excited about some time away. So my temp is good, Um, uh, 72, because it's not too hot. It's not too cold. Evie might think it is, but I just feel like you might need a light jacket if the breeze is blowing, but I love a good breeze. So 72 for me. I was trying to think of a song, but I'm not as good as coming up with the song. So I can't think of a song. I want to say a beautiful day, but I can't think of the rest of the words. So that's my temp. I'm just excited to talk about the Super Bowl, excited to be on the podcast with my people. And so, it's great. how about you, Sabrina? I am feeling very hype. And it's probably because I just rewatched the halftime show. Because when you're watching it at the Super Bowl party, there's talking going on, there's chomping at the chips and all that. So you get the the energy from it that you don't get like, well, I didn't get the fullness. And a lot of my Super Bowl parties have happened in church settings too. So I'm on my like low zone hypeness, you know, <laughs> I have my little setting up any kind of like inappropriate word or whatever. I'm like, I'm like watching it kind of in a tense mode. So I was very happy to watch the halftime show at home where I'm just completely relaxed and all I have to say is nigga we're gonna be all right that's my temp okay all day and I've never been one to have a celebrity crush but let me tell you something Doug you better keep your stuff together because Kendrick Lamar I see you man that would be my man I would bug him until he was like just yes I love his energy I love his vibe I like like the energy of rap music anyway I growing up I what didn't like have favorite rappers because a lot of times the stuff they're rapping about I just was like no you light skin girl long hair thick you just want to smash all that kind of stuff I wasn't into but the talent of rapping and spoken word and poetry I've always been into and Kendrick you want a man who raps about just a full circle worth of things and just his energy. Like he's little like me. He's dark chocolate like me. He's creative. I like to think I'm a creative spirit. Like I'm like, okay, at 30, how old am I? I guess I'm 30. I think I'm 33. I always forget how old I am. At 33, I finally have a celebrity crush. It's Kendrick Lamar. And that's my temp. Nigga, we gonna be all right. We're going to be all right. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We're going to be all right. I feel you, Kendrick. I feel you. And side note, I don't think Eminem is attractive at all, but this is the swag for me. And I already told my husband, guess what you're going to be for Halloween? <laughs> Stop it. 
<laughs> go ahead and get the uh, the brown hair dye from Target. For those of you who don't know, yeah, I I somehow I ended up with a little white man. I didn't plan. I it wasn't in the cards, but I love him very much, and he is the from the caucus of the caucus mountains. Okay, y'all. I seen the twenty three and me. I mean, there's not a tan skin in that body. Super blonde hair, but he could pull off an Eminem. I could put, you know, some Jordans on him. Bag up the pants a little bit, you know. He could grow out the beard. So that energy, the Kendrick spirit, the Eminem swag. I'm here for. I'm just. I'm. I'm a hundred. No, a hundred degrees sucks. I'm sunny and seventy-five. That's what it is for me. <laughs> Feeling very excited and hype just off of watch rewatching the halftime show. Evie, where are you? I am just about, I would say, the same exact place as you guys, where I say around the 70s. Um, I think the 70s is on point. I might go a little up about like 75 or 76, because y'all know how I'm rocking. Um, I don't necessarily have a song for y'all this week, but if I were to give you one, I would probably side with the same one that um, sub- that I opened up with and that Sabrina said, like, just because oh. all of the feels from the halftime show is still there. And uh, let me go ahead and throw a disclaimer out there. For at least, at least the past decade, so we can go back to like 2011, 2012, people have continuously called the halftime show trash. Guys, I can tell you that just about every year, it's going to be about 15 to 20 minutes of entertainment from great artists and musicians that maybe you are, some of you, not all of you, that some of you are not, are not, I repeat, are not familiar with. You know what you can do? Turn it off. Right when you see that Pepsi logo pop up, put a timer on your phone for 15 minutes or 20 minutes. And when it comes, when that timer goes off, your football game will be right back on. Because the part that is completely funny and hilarious to me, many of you are highly upset. We'll get into it. I'm sorry. I know this ain't got nothing to do with my tip check, but it's part of my feelings, (laughs) I guess I'll say. You have got, many of you are very, very upset with artists of this specific genre, genre, but just... A year or two ago, when your occupant of the Oval Office were saying the same exact words, we were good with that. Mm, we were good mm. with him calling shithole countries. Oops, we were good with him calling people that they were rapists and they're this and they're the bottom, basically bottom feeders of the earth. And it's more words, but I don't even want to articulate what. I don't even know if I call it articulation. The classic is grabbing by the pussies. You can't. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't forget that one. Grabbing by the pussy. I will grab him by the pussy. And then the other one, the other one. I will shoot a person on what, what I think it's Fifth Avenue, somewhere on New York, and nobody will do anything about it. They'll let me go about my day. So I can physically and sexually assault women. Mm-hmm. I can murder or cause bodily harm to someone. I can verbally assault. Men, women, children, those with disabilities, mm-hmm. and on and on. And we are completely fine with that. But you draw the line at rap music. <laughs> Golly. And I'm not even going to mention the amount of songs that you sing on Sundays at church with no biblical teaching or substance. It just yeah. sounds good. Talk about it. And it okay. got a nice tempo and it got a nice rhythm. And just because it happens to be somebody who professes to be a believer, we're all good with that. And they be good with the TED Talk sermons. Don't forget that. No, oh, they, well, I mean, they, don't, yeah. they don't even be on the TED Talk level. I take it back. <laughs> some of like, at least TED Talk, you can walk away with something. I love my <laughs> TED Talk. I wouldn't even co- compare TED Talk to some of the sermons. Some of the talks, so don't even call them sermons. Some of the talks that I hear 
on Sunday mornings. But I don't know. Uh, that's how I'm feeling. And I don't, Sharika, take us into the hot topic of this lovely Super Bowl. <laughs> so I am I, okay. There's so much to talk about with the Super Bowl. I'm gonna start with uh, uh, let's start with any commercials. Any commercials stand out to you guys? Yes, one. One, one, like, and it was granted. I will say it was a lot of different commercials, but one stood out for me because the average price of the suit, or I want to say the baseline was around four and a half million. And I think the most that somebody paid was 13 or so. Don't quote me on that. But I know the average for most of them was about six and a half million. But the QR code Coinbase one really got me because I was like, oh, this is dope because everybody who's watching this game, and I'm saying everybody, a majority Mm -hmm. of the people pulled out their phones to do that now granted i was in a room full of people and i put, called somebody else to do it told somebody else to do it i'm like whatever that is is cool and part of it was because i had a chicken wing in my hand yes you know <laughs> black people love their chicken but i had a chicken wing in my hand i'm like i can't grab my phone and wipe it off it's not that serious whatever it is i'm pretty sure somebody gonna post about it so somebody who i was with um and sometimes he looks at a podcast shout out to rodney rodney did it and he was like oh it's for coinbase and i was like oh snap and then of course at the end it tells you exactly what it was for so that was the one that definitely grabbed my attention and uh, i would say also a few others that just had i would say the old celebrity and i say old celebrities celebrities from the ages and it wasn't just i don't want to say regular people because celebrities are regular people familiar faces i guess i'll say that the amount of familiar faces throughout the commercials for the halftime show yeah i thought that one was very unique it wasn't like it was very unique because it wasn't sometimes sometimes the um, Super Bowl commercials, they're going to either they want to make you laugh or they want to make you cry. Is They, they want to get a strong reaction out of you. So it's usually something, you know, about, you know, someone that's struggling or someone that overcame. We saw the one with the guy who was blind that was uh, being that went to the Olympics. I saw that. That was ones that pulled on your heartstrings, some that make you laugh. But that one with the QR code, it was just like intriguing. And and it made you, it made you um, interact. It was interactive. I thought that was interesting as well. Sabrina, Sharika, you know what it was for me. So you guys, I watched the Super Bowl with friend of the podcast, uh, really producer of the podcast, Sharika, and um, I was crying with one commercial because it was so beautiful. And I'm just a stickler. I'm an emotional person. I'm not a sensitive person. But I am like my emotions are like right on the surface. Uh, is that what sensitive is? I don't feel I'm like sensitive. I'm sensitive. I don't know. I'm going on a tangent. Anyway, I cried with the uh, the skiers that because they were brothers and they were doing all these activities as kids. And then one of them, like everything he saw was going blurry. And it turns out he was going blind. And he did eventually go blind, and he still competed in the Paralympics, I believe, Sharika. Mm-hmm. And they won. And it was just so emotional because it told the story of, like, uh, persevering through every, uh, through every obstacle and not giving up and just being flexible and being able to, like, uh, mold your goal, right? Like, it's okay for your goal to change. And it told the story of being there for somebody through thick and thin. And it was just really beautiful. And it just hit me out of nowhere. So that one I really loved. And also a commercial that's just worth mentioning. Do y'all remember the Doritos slash Cheetos commercial mm-hmm. where the animals were beatboxing? Yeah. How did you feel about it? Because, okay, first it's hot Doritos, hot Cheetos. 
Then we got the beatboxing. Then, you know, we had a sister jump down from the trees <laughs> and join in on all the fun. Am I reading into this? <laughs> it wasn't my favorite. I, it wasn't it wasn't one I enjoyed. I'll say that. But I do recall that commercial. Yeah. Reading I mean, into it, I would say no, because those marketing genius always throw out little subliminals like that that make <laughs> you think. And some of us, um, and I would say you're definitely in that category, are very socially aware and intelligent to be able to read between lines that the average person won't get and just think, oh, that was really cool. Look at X, Y, and Z. Um, and it just takes me, when I saw that, one of the things that came to mind is the amount of commercials that used to have, like, people of African descent, because, you know, because it's easy to just say African-Americans, but it can also be not right. American. But people from African descent who was, like, on those commercials for, like, not eating healthy or diabetes or high cholesterol or these type of things. And, or it's, like, or it's an interracial relationship, but the one who's bad or unhealthy is the black person in uh -huh. those commercials. And if you don't believe me, for those of you who are listening, you can, go, you can go on YouTube and you can see countless of them that you probably just watched subtly. And then you can know that some of these people intentionally did it because families of individuals filed lawsuits and grievances. And these places and companies have settled with individuals uh -huh. through, these, through some of these instances. Now, some of them, they just get thrown out. But you settling, in my opinion, it lets me know one or two things. Either one, you don't want to deal with it, or two, you know exactly what you did and you got caught right in it. You're like, hey, how do we cover this up? Because I don't want to go through time and time again of litigation or law or more lawsuits or bring more attention to it. So let me just sign off on it, get up, and this will be the end of it. Yeah, Prince Edward. I saw you trending. Oh, yeah, he definitely. Ooh, he wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, I don't know if he's gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right, but uh, <laughs> uh so that was how I felt about the commercials. Uh Sharika, I'm not sure if this is on the docket, but are we gonna talk about some of the pre-game activities? Of course we have to. We do have to, but I was gonna I, this is shade no shade for people who are actually into the game. I was going to have EB say anything he want to about the actual game because that's my least concern. So I was going to go ahead and say, EB, do you want to feel? I know my mom said it was a nail biter. I Listen, it I'm going to be honest with you guys. When it comes to Super Bowl, for me, it's about the conversations, the food, and the halftime show. It's The game is like, oh, that's on? Yeah. So for the most part, I can't really contribute to anything. I was there, but what went on, I really didn't pay attention to until Sabrina would be like, oh, get him. And I, then I'd be like, oh, something's going on. And then I would look over to the TV and I there were some, th some plays that did look kind of interesting, but overall, I could care less about the game. So EB or Sabrina, do y'all want to share any highlights of the actual game? And then we can get on to what I think is the real good stuff. <laughs> oh, of course. Sabrina, you want to start off or you, you want me to just do I'll a probably quick have the least amount of things to say. Can we talk about the violence? I mean, I know it's football. It is a contact sport. I am still reeling from when a homeboy got his neck snapped and the yep. referees were like, let it go. Get over it. I was like, dang. <laughs> Evie, do you remember what I'm talking about? It I don't recall thing. that play, but, yeah. but that's for the best most part that's part of the game yeah yeah that was crazy and you could tell he felt he had like the whiplash going on you could tell he was mad about it but they let that go I thought I really 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 did not see the Rams winning because oh. because I am such like 
I tell my husband this all the time too about like the way I grew up. Y'all know I grew up in an impoverished town, blah, 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 blah. But I love that. There's something so cool about having like to defeat the odds. I just feel like it makes you stronger and it gives you this kind of grit uh, yes. that you maybe otherwise wouldn't have. So like I'm always going for the underdog because I'm like they're going to want it a little bit more. They're going to fight a little bit more. And when they were pulling through, I was with them. Not going to lie. My family was with them, too. OK, my husband's uncle lives in uh, Cincinnati. And as I said at the beginning of the game, what else does Cincinnati have? Right. L.A. has everything. They couldn't <laughs> they couldn't have given Cincinnati the Super Bowl. So I thought it was a very good game. I love a close game. I was heartbroken at the end. But well played all around. EB, what you got? Yeah, definitely. So overall, a good game for me. I tell people I was rooting for the Rams only because they beat the Bucks. So as a Bucks fan, I would prefer to lose to another winner and not to lose to another loser. The Bengals over exceeded expectations for this season and did extremely well with arguably um, a young and solid quarterback in Joe Burrows and also probably in the next year or two, people will hear the name Jamar Chase a lot more often, which I believe if he would have got the ball more, they probably would have won the game. Um, we saw that real long pass, I think it was 46 or 48 yards that went to him down the right side. They should have kept on just feeding him. And I think things would have went well. But also when we talk about that underdog story, um, the L.A. Rams are in that same position. You have a quarterback in Matthew Stafford who played about nine or I want to say 10 or 11 seasons in Detroit, and they were completely terrible. Like So the way that Joe Burrow's offensive line was yesterday where he just kept getting sacked and nobody was able to protect him um, in the best way. That's what Matthew Stafford had to deal with for over a decade in Detroit. And if you don't, you just can go look at Detroit Lions season histories when he was a quarterback at USC, see um, years of like 0 and 16, 2 and 14, 3 and 15, like where it was just terrible years, year after year. And they got tired of losing with him and they said, you know what, you need to go to LA. Um, so they traded for him or traded him away, and then in year one, look what he was able to make happen with the Offensive um, Player of the Year, who also won MVP, and Cooper Cup. Um, Odell Beckham, who we saw get hurt in the first half, he is a, a story to – he has a story to be reckoned with where he was in – he played for the New York Giants. He also played for the Cleveland Browns, and people call him like a troublemaker. So for those of you who watch football a little bit this year, everything you kind of saw with Antonio Brown, that's what people saw in Odell Beckham in those two places. But he came to L.A. and you saw that the coaches, the staff, the support, the teammates, the culture changes how he reacts. And then you can say, oh, it probably was never him. It was probably the way that these individuals were treating him that made him seem out to be a villain because he didn't have many antics like that. So L.A. won. Um, they probably won't win another one. And shout out to the city of L.A. because the last few years, whether it be the Dodgers or the Lakers winning, not last year, but the year before in other sports, the city of L.A. has been doing great. So hopefully they don't win any more championships no time soon. Um, also, if you're looking for a story, you can check out Matthew Stafford's wife's story. I want to say her name is Kelly. And I'll just give her her name, because, but I think that's what it is. Um, she had brain surgery not too long ago and had to learn, relearn how to walk and talk and oh. all types of stuff. So deal with a lot as being caregiver for his wife and of course the millions that he have to have people around but to see your wife have to go through that and still be supported by her to continue your passion as he had thoughts of retiring and quitting when she was going through some of those moments um so shout out to him because he went through a lot yeah. and last but not least sony michelle who's the running back or one of the running backs for la rams he's a haitian and he got and he's from Florida, Central Florida. He's from Orlando. Got his second ring. Um, the last one he got was when he was playing with the Patriots. 
So shout out to the Super Bowl game and those who were able to make things happen from Taylor proposing to his girlfriend after to Van oh. Jefferson leaving in the middle of the celebration to go to the hospital to watch his baby boy be born from his wife, Samaria. It's just a lot of things that was happening with the Rams that day. Um, and now they're the Super Bowl champs for a whole year and forever, really, I guess. So, yeah. That's great. I did see the few of those stories about the engagement and the one about the guy whose wife was having the baby. So, and I know about the other gentleman with the wife with the cancer. So, uh, you know, that, thank you for sharing those behind the scene moments. And so maybe y'all might be wondering, EB said he was going for the Rams. Sabrina said she was going for the Bengals. You know, I really didn't care. When I was asked, I said the Rams uniform looks, looked better and I like their colors. So I was going for them if, in case you wanted to know who I was going for. But really, I didn't care either way. So I want to get into the singing or performances of the evening. And I'm going to start before the actual game with the singing of the National Black Anthem which a lot of people didn't know what that was. Black people know what it is. Well, black people <laughs> didn't know what it is. But I was thinking, EB, had had they ever done the National Black Anthem before at yeah. any other Super Bowl that they you did it last recall? year? Yeah, okay, I couldn't so, recall. Yeah, they've done it for the past few years. The, what the issue is, and I say issue, because even right now I'm like, hey, I need to find a picture with Mary Mary in the, inside of the, the um stadium only because i'm like they did it outside did they get a ticket to the game yeah uh, they but did. what happened all of them on social they were in the game they were almost on they were, they were on the like not the, oh, okay, the so field they were on the suite level at the bottom yeah yes they was on the bottom with the rest of the celebrities which is great yes. um those seats costed like a million dollars for the average person but for those of you who are unfamiliar with lift every voice and sing um what happens is and i say what happens in all sporting events now even in like all the nfl games for the bucks it just usually happens about 30 to 40 minutes before the game so it's like which i don't like which it is what it is but i'm like it seems like a, a long disconnect like why don't why don't it happen just right before the and i say american but the, the national anthem um but it would just i feel like it'll smooth it'll, it would flow better and more people will have to be i don't know attentive to it i guess that's the way i could say it but yeah, they usually do it. Okay, I wasn't sure. You know, I don't obviously not that committed to the game, so I I wasn't sure if they had done done that before. But they, Mary Mary did a beautiful, beautiful job singing, and their their the way they their rendition of the song was very beautiful. If you haven't checked it out, you really need to go check it out. Also, if you don't know who Mary Mary is, where, where you been? I I recommended them. A while back or so Sabrina did you have anything you want to say about them or the uh their performance I could finally understand why people kneeling during the national anthem was so upsetting because and I'm gonna call them out to my white family members do not talk during the black national anthem don't ask me any more questions you said what is this and I said it's black national anthem so then don't be saying, oh, what is this again? Or oh, I never heard of this or ask me all the history. Save that for after. Right now, be reverent. Like they told me at my sister's graduation when we were hooting and hollering. <laughs> be reverent, okay? Mary Mary, they look so beautiful. They sounded so good. And I'm like, I'm with EB. I'm like, yes, we're finally, 
you know, we're being more diverse. We, you know, we're acknowledging that America isn't just one-sided. We're having our moment. So please don't talk. Is that how y'all felt when we were, I, it's a completely different thing, obviously. And I'm making light of it. Very serious thing, but I felt I felt annoyed. That's right, I did. Shut up during the black national anthem. But I agree, Shrika. I, I thought they looked absolutely beautiful. But even better than that, they sounded amazing. But what does Mary Mar- Mary ever miss? Uh, you well, know? you know, you are right about that. You're right. About- uh, in that same vein, though, since <laughs> we're wait, talking about- we there. wait, you know what I'm talking about? I do. I think I do. <laughs> When we talk about diversity, I was going to say that every singing group, whether from the Black National Anthem to the America the Beautiful to uh, the National the national Anthem, were all people of color. Which I, I did that last year, too. Did they? Girl, you know, I, you know. Listen, you know they knew what time saying. it was. They know what time it is. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'll be there for the food, the chatting, and the and and um the shenanigans. I don't be knowing about all the other stuff. But um yes, yeah, so before so after the next we also well actually we'll, I'll talk about before I get to singing, I want to mention the rock. Yes, <laughs> please do <laughs> the rock. Uh, I don't remember what the, the little guy, the guy that's on the wrestling that be like, let's get ready to rumble. The Rock did his little version of that. EBD, is, is, that a, is there a special name for the announcements or whatever that was that The Rock did? The, I, I just would say the intro. I don't like, because that usually doesn't happen from game to game. That, would, that only really comes out for like the NFL. Like the NBA, you would never really see that. NHL, you would never see that. MLB, you won't even ever see that. Like the NFL is the only one that'll probably do something like that. And of course, all like boxing matches or mm-hmm. wrestling matches, stuff like that. So yeah, he definitely got his um, Michael Buford on. <laughs> okay, thank you, Michael Buford. Do they normally do that? Or at Buffett, the Super Bowl? something like that. I have seen Michael do it a few times, but I can't recall if he did it last year. Okay, The Rock was out there taking his moment in the sun. I he love did more than The that. Rock. <laughs> What'd you say? So he did more than that. I mean, he took what I'm saying. He took full advantage of his time. He was out there giving more than that, more than what needed to be gave. Okay, but he was out there. I was really spent most of the time concerned about his outfit, what was going on. I, you know, but I, I love the rock. Sabrina and I was talking. She was saying she was waiting for him to be like, "Do you smell?" <laughs> I mean, I do smell what The Rock is cooking. I always have, but I don't see what he's cooking. <laughs> like, did he go to the same surgeon as the Kardashians? It was a little tiny waist. It was a big, strange shoulders. It was the maroon on burgundy clashing colors. It was an awkwardness. And you know, I love a strapping man, but come on, something was weird. Something was off. I didn't see it for him, but it was a cute moment overall. Yes, it was. It was. On to Janae Aiko. Aiko, Aiko. I don't know how y'all say it. I say Aiko. And her rendition of America the Beautiful. Thoughts, anyone, everyone. Uh, My first thought is uh, I just want to acknowledge that I did just body shame the rock and... You know, I already feel sorry. I apologize, Rock. That's not fair <laughs> because I have a big forehead and I don't want people coming for me 
So I'm so sorry for talking about your little waist. <laughs> but go ahead, Evie. Talk about your name now. I would say, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Something. How do I follow that? Um, for me, now, yeah, you, if you have ever been, if you spent moments around me, especially when people are singing, I usually give all credit to all people just because you're doing something that the average person won't ever get a chance to do. Um, but she also did, in my opinion, did a great job. Like, I don't know what the, I guess the musical terminology would be. I don't know if it's tone or pitch or whatever, but it like stayed constant throughout her singing of the entire time. It, oh no, it was a seamless flow. Like it didn't seem like she was trying too hard. It, like I felt like she felt in the best way and I don't know what she was feeling inside or mentally in the best way, but like, like this wasn't a Super Bowl. Like it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't all eyes on me. It was like, this is a, another opportunity for me to show my craft to the world and you're gonna get what you're gonna get. And I think she probably gained some fans from singing um, America the Beautiful yesterday. Uh, well, at the time of the recording, Sunday. Last, during the Super Bowl, I have to say. Sabrina, do you have anything to share? Yeah, I had another trash moment because when she first started singing, I was like, why is she doing the national anthem like this? This is too chill, da 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 When I realized it wasn't the Star Spangled Banner, I was like, oh, that was wonderful. <laughs> that was perfect. It actually was very good. It was as EB said, like the pitch, the tone, a very like uh, Thursday night coffee house, smooth performance, you know? And honestly, the only people who can bring it like that are confident people because she didn't have, she wasn't trying to like overdo it. She was just easing into her bag, what she knew. She had the heart player up there and they both from the look to the tone, it was, it was well done. Okay, I thought she was doing what she normally does. I mean, I'm not a big fan of her music, but what I've heard, this is her style. She's very, seem, I, I'm not going to say she's laid back, but she seems very laid back and very like jazzy and like cool, calm and collected. I don't know if that's how she actually feels style, but that's what the energy um, her singing gives I felt like it was a good performance, but I'm like, I feel like on that stage, I, I like to see a little bit more, but I wasn't mad. But I will put my mom on blast and share her thoughts because I thought they were quite hilarious. She said, this is not a sexy song. And I thought that was hilarious because I just was not expecting it one, but also <laughs> Very giving me, you know, I'm with my man, giving him a, a good, you know, serenade vibe. That's what the, that's, she has a sultry voice and a sultry way of singing and the tone. But I, I, I wasn't expecting that. I thought that was hilarious. So I had to share that. She won't be mad. Well, but it are. was one of those things that was good, but not one of those things you're going to go back and ever rewatch. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, I need that Janae rendition of this song. Like, yeah, you're listening to it. Yeah. And you receive it. And I will admit, I'm not familiar with her music. Maybe that's why. Maybe it is, like, good, but not like, oh, run that back. I need it. You know what I'm saying? But I thought it was good. Yeah. What about Mickey Guyton, who actually did sing the national anthem? 
Any thoughts on her her rendition? Yeah, I know I can't lie to you. I ain't even here. Phoebe, <laughs> were you kneeling? <laughs> <laughs> but I was sitting down. That's what the other day, right? That, speaking of that, like, let's keep it real. All of y- y'all watched it with other people. Were people standing up when this was being sung? I, I did. I, I did. <laughs> You know what I saw people standing up doing? Getting food. That's what I saw them standing <laughs> like, up doing. Like, so, getting like, food. In and, the words and of I was sitting down. And Sabrina said to me, Char- Sharika, are you going to kneel? I'm like, I said, I dare you to kneel. <laughs> you should have. Then I would have to get up to do that. EB and I didn't want to move. I was very quite comfortable. No, that and makes so, sense. I, I just don't like the fake outrage for people. That's the thing for me because I'm like, are people in, in their home standing up? Sabrina was. And she had her little hand on her heart. I was like eating the chips. Okay. So I, I'm because. But I you know who like, else was eating the chips, Sharika? My husband, who served five years as a Marine. He didn't give a blank about it. So <laughs> <laughs> he was right by us eating the chips. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. And that's the thing, because to me, I, for some, it's a symbol. To me, it's a song. I, I, I care more about actually treating people well and doing well in this country and being a good citizen. I could care less about a song. So for me, it's a song. So I was having um, sitting down eating chips as the song was uh, being sung. I thought Nikki was doing OK. There were some moments I was like, is this right note? Is this the right way to go with it? But also, I'm not that proficient in music, so I can't You didn't have to be to hear what went wrong. You, you're on it. <laughs> it wasn't bad, but it was, I mean, hey, we're not always 10 out of 10. There's only one Beyonce. Well, <laughs> but I did think she looked beautiful, and I felt like I could see her emotions as, she finished the song and I thought, oh, this is such a beautiful moment for her to have this opportunity and to be able to do that. Very few people get to do that. Like you said about Janae, it wasn't a memorable experience for me that I would be like, go back to, we always talk about how Whitney Houston did it. And we, you know, that has been played over and over again. Yes, girl. She was not even in the same atmosphere, but I'm like, you know what, ma'am? You had your moment on the state on the field that many don't even get the chance to. So bravo for you for making it through because the nerves and energy to take to do that is is you know more than I could probably even ever uh, want to experience. So that's what I had to say about that. Any of you have any thoughts about her? I, I didn't hear it. So okay. <laughs> um, I appreciate what they did with the representation, uh, both literally and figuratively with the white choir. But here's the thing. If you're going to have a choir, have a choir. What was their purpose? You can't be all standing up there dressed in white and not bring it. Like, when they sang their two little like, notes, I was like, is their mic on? Like, it didn't, like, add that much to the anthem. Yeah. So I was like, they might as well have been sitting over there eating the snacks with us. Because they, the choir didn't necessarily bring it. I am curious, though, is she a famous pop singer, R&B singer? I think country is well, what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, country. She like, like I don't even know who to compare her to, but whoever's that top, young, thriving country artist, like she's that, like born and like raised in Texas. Like a young Carrie Underwood? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would be, uh, I guess, yeah, because Carrie in that same realm of country right, music. Right, not right. in, not in voice wise. Like country music. Okay. Oh, not voice wise. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, not for me, at least. Because I, I know who she I is. Um, and I know she's solid. And I know she from Texas. But I wouldn't be able to tell you, like, I, don't, I can't name a song of hers right now. Oh, man. And I know she's um, married. That's just one of the other things. Sabrina, I didn't even notice there was a choir girl. I didn't. I missed exactly, exactly. You know, the one thing I don't want to waste my time or my money. I'm like, just tell the choir to go. It was unnecessary. <laughs> so, any other pre-game things that you guys wanted to mention that I might have missed? Anything else? I do enjoy hearing the player background. I think that's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Evie, correct me if I'm wrong, but I actually really enjoy that. It reminds me there are people out there putting their yeah. hearts on the field and hearing about their families and the things they're doing in their community. There really are some superstars. And it's funny because, especially in the past four or five years, we've heard a lot of discourse about like these spoiled brats and they just get paid so much and they do so little, but a lot of them do more than the average Joe and give a bigger percent of their check than the other. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just tip my hats off to these incredible athletes. And, and the athleticism, right? So many people have the criticism, but can you get out there? Can you even do a, one of their workouts that they have to do several times a week and that literally all that they have to put their body through to make it, to these to even make it to a team and even through these games i i got no criticism because i know i couldn't do it any other pre-game stuff eb that you might have saw or or... nah i think we hit i think we hit it all on the head as far as all the big chunks all right well all to the meat and potatoes of it all the halftime show i thought it was excellent Anybody else have any? I mean, I can go into it more, but I want to give you all an opportunity to share your thoughts. Yeah. So for me so far, um, for me personally, top five so far. Best halftime show I've ever experienced. Probably even top three. And I'm only saying top three because I don't think it outweighs the two that um, Beyonce, Beyonce knows Carter was a part of her own personal one, the one she featured with others where she took over the show, where it made it seem like it was hers because of how great it was. Um, and I know people talk about, well, how about Prince? He was in the rain. I, he, that was great. That was a great one, but I wasn't alive for that. Well, I was alive, but I was legit. I wasn't paying attention to it. I'm not going back on YouTube to experience stuff that was here in the early 90s or mid-90s when I was a kid. I'm talking about, so when I rank most of my things that I rank in life, it's usually stuff that I had a chance of experiencing. So when we try to debate certain things, that's why it's going to be stuff that's relevant to 90s, 2000s for me. Maybe 80s, depending on what it is in the meat of it. But I did. I'm not going back to YouTube to watch The Prince. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, it was raining. He performed in the rain. Wow. Good job. That's all that made it great. That's not enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Never mind. I won't even say what I was going to say. Sabrina, go ahead. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And at first when Evie was like, oh, this is the top one. I was like, Evie, it was good, but come on now. But like I said, I was talking, I was eating snacks. I was just very conscious of my surroundings. I don't know if you guys are like this, but sometimes if I'm in the minority, I just 
it's not that I can't relax because in that case I was with family, some family I knew, some friends I didn't know, but I'm just waiting for somebody to say something that I'm going to have to check. And that's horrible, <laughs> possibly, but I'm just on guard, you know? So when I was just able to relax and enjoy, I really enjoyed it. It was good. So well thought out. I remember when I first saw the set, I was like, Oh, you know, what? I realized something self-awareness moment. It's not that I'm waiting always even that for somebody that I have to check, but there is a code switching that happens and there's just yeah. a comfortability and an understanding of our culture that just allows me to relax when I'm in certain atmospheres, if that makes sense. So the way I might relax and say something like, oh, did they build a project in my family? Everybody knows what a project is. Everybody knows what a palette is, you know, so we can laugh and we can kind of play off of each other. But in that setting, it's like, oh, do I want to go into the history? I'm not trying to do explanations right now, you know. So that being said, from the set to the changes, like what is if what is it? Like, our culture loves a, a block party. I don't oh, know, E.B., I feel like I experienced that so many times. It starts a cookout at one house, then suddenly the whole street. Like, people just being outside. And when uh, Doug goes to visit my hometown and comes to my neighborhood, he sees it. Granted, we live in Florida. There are not a lot of porches. But when he comes down, well, I call it down south, even though we go up north to where I'm from. But, like, people just be outside. You know, mm -hmm. couches on the porch, like people, it, there's just such a vibe and an energy. And I feel like they really captured that and the dancing through the little house parties, each person's part. It was, I thought that was just really well done. Love Snoop Dogg. I, now, I know I see, sound hypocritical because I talked about how like growing up, I always appreciated the artistry of rap, but not always the messages that came from it. That being said, if you guys met my dad, in the neighborhood, they call him a lot of things. They call him rap. They call him sexual healing. Don't ask me why. They call <laughs> they call him Snoop. They call him and it, his vibe is just my dad's vibe, and he's always loved Snoop. So like I was there for, I was there. Like there's just something about those men sweat. Dr. Dre, how old is he, Sharika? I think he's like 50, 50. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to say he's like fifty-six. But let me double check on that. Mm. That's exactly how he is. He's 56. Yeah, he's exactly. 56. Skin on point. He'll born in 65. On point. It was just, I love seeing them just up there confident and sharing this music that so many people can relate to. And it just takes them back. Even me, like, okay, yeah. When I was that age, with the lyrics something I should be listening to? Maybe not, but it just takes me back to, like, memories with my family and friends and the nostalgia of it and the artistry of it. Like, very good music all around. Mm -hmm. Now, my friend, my girl Mary J was out there. People be teasing her dance, but guess what? Look where she's dancing and look where you're dancing. You're on the TikToks and she's at the Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, oh man, it was so good. The transitions. I, I'm interested to hear what EB has to say about uh, the surprise guest, I guess, in 50 Cent. they I did like yeah. that. They let him spit his verse. That reference, Eminem, that was cute because Eminem was coming up. But mm -hmm. y'all know my favorite. Well, honestly, between Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and Kendrick, I was like, yes, let's go. Uh, I thought it was excellent. Now, best of all time, I can't give you that, EB, but... I didn't say the best. I said top I said top five. You did say and top I said right now it's probably number three, and that's just... Oh, okay, yes. You said top three on the text. Wait, let me run it back, because, you know, I love a good receipt. Um, 
I will say though, that is one I'm gonna watch back. Like when we are done, I'm probably gonna watch it again. Mm-hmm. Like that one, I love the Bruno Mars one. I obviously, I think a, the Beyonce one, but I think the best ones are the ones like Evie said that you are running to watch back. Like mm-hmm. it's a random day and it comes up on your YouTube feed and you're gonna sit there for 15 minutes and watch the whole thing because it's that good. And that was good to me. Not to mention, I love when people of color get opportunities like I know sometimes on the podcast you'll hear me joke and quote Issa Rae when she's like I'm reading for everybody black but truly I am because I know what they have to overcome to get there I know the microaggressions that they had to deal with like I'm not saying like I'm not putting down anybody's accomplishment who's of any other race or whatever else right because for most of the time to get somewhere you do have to work hard and that is something to be celebrated but when I know like the obstacles that people, my people have to jump through to get there. Like I looked at all those dancers, the dance world is so white. It's, it's so white. Don't, don't debate me on this. I've been there. I'm still there. So many times the only black girl in the dance studio. And I saw these beautiful technical dancers up there, you know, and such a beautiful opportunity and not like two sprinkled in. It was like 50, 80, mm-hmm. all those men, like, I just, I just loved it. It was really good. I thought it was excellent. I love, I love a Super Bowl when y'all are singing the songs we love. This is not time for your deep cuts of your album that no one listened to. This is not <laughs> time for you to premiere your new song. I don't want to hear it. At the Super Bowl, I want the energy up. And that comes when you bring your tried and true, the songs we heard on the radio, the ones we then downloaded as the singles. We want the box. And they gave it to us that night. It was so good. Love Snoop's energy. Love Dr. Dre. Love me some 50 Cent. Love me some Eminem. I'm not a huge Kendrick song, but I mean, fan, but I love that song. And I do like Kendrick. I think he's cool. I hear he's so talented. I'm just not very up on a lot of the new songs these days, but I did know that one. And I was like, how do I know this song? Because I watch the the shop on HBO and that's their intro song is Kendrick's song. And I was like, oh, that's how I know the song. But it was so good. Um, love the dancers, as Sabrina said. They had the plus size girls. They had them all. Mary's, and I love that it was an older performer like mostly everybody on that stage was in their 40s I mean the performers not like you know the musicians I don't know about all of them but Kendrick was the youngest at 34 uh we had um 50 Cent I think he's uh 46 Eminem was 49 Mary's in her 50s Dr. J was in his 50s and they were just out there with all the energy, Snoop is in his 50s, just killing it. And just, I mean, they looked great. They sounded great. The energy was up. It was just a good time. It was so much fun. I was looking at some of the comments on social media. Most of the people I saw liked it and enjoyed it. Um, I heard there were some people that had their feelings, but there's always going to be that. I had my feelings two years ago when I saw J-Lo on the stripper pole at the Super Bowl. I'm like, did we need this? I didn't need it. But yeah, so there's always something. But 
I just thought it was a great halftime show. I'm going to go back and watch it again. I don't know if you saw me, Sabrina, but there was one point I was up waving my arms because I was just into it. I was having a great time. So I thought it was an excellent show. I will say y'all shared a few, some of your top Super Bowl shows, um, halftime shows in the past. Love me, Beyonce, of course. Loved um, Bruno Mars. Loved Katy Perry. Especially mm-hmm. when she brought Missy Elliott out. Love me some Missy. And I love, well, another one of my top one was um, Lady Gaga's. I thought Lady Gaga's was a great time as well. Mm-hmm. So halftime show was a was a, a win for me. I thought that was the actually high, one of the highlights of the actual night. Because sometimes, sometimes it's disappointing when the halftime show is like, oh, yeah, meh, or boo. But that was a really good show. And to wrap up our uh, Super Bowl talk, oh, wait, oh, oh, Sabrina gave me the look like, girl, uh-uh, I have more to say. Well, friend, go ahead and say it because I, I, do I don't. I just didn't want you to forget about Evie. I thought you were wrapping up. Okay, sorry. Evie, I'm sorry, friend. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? I would say it looked like you didn't want me to talk. So I'll just say um, no, everything Evie, that they said. That's not true. <laughs> Everything they said, I affirm and acknowledge it. Um, but it's a few things that the average person won't know about some of the stuff that happened yes. during the halftime show that sometimes it's just good to know, right? So you're talking mm-hmm. about um, from Kendrick Lamar to Dr. Dre to Snoop to what we talked about earlier, Mary Mary, um, one of the people that you didn't see, but the one on the drums, Anderson Pack, mm-hmm. all of those people are homegrown LA people. Um, so it wasn't just a hey, a a conglomerate of great artists, but it was, these are people who this is home for them and they get to watch their team or not say their team, their city um, in the Super Bowl. And even more so, like people forget that the Los Angeles Rams, right? The team that won the Super Bowl this past week, they used to play in St. Louis and then they moved to Los Angeles. But just recently, that crazy stadium that you see that was estimated at over $5 billion just moved to Inglewood which is essentially a hood in California, right outside like South Central LA. So the hood in LA where you, all the old Dr. Dre stuff, the NWA days, the straight out of, like those, like Inglewood, Compton, all of that is right there. That is where that stadium is located. So that stadium is not even in LA. It's in Inglewood, California. Also for the past three years, so you're talking about Shakira and J-Lo, you're talking about um, The Weeknd, and now you're talking about Dr. Dre. All of those have been, um, not only contributed, but they have been led, spearheaded by the, none other than the one and the only husband to Beyonce, Sean Carter. Um, he spearheads, he spearheads all of the new and upcoming halftime shows. So this was his third halftime show that he helped put on and produce and um, grab those artists to say, hey, I think you will be a great fit for this. Something oh, else wow. that most people won't notice that all the songs that were done from the Kendricks to the Eminem to the 50 to, of course, the ones Dr. Dre did with Snoop. Um, those were produced by Dr. Dre. So it wasn't just, hey, let me bring my homies out here. It's also, this is my work that I'm showing to the world or showcasing. So these great artists in those times, this is what Dr. Dre is, you know, that's what we all know he's known for. A lot of y'all just know him because of the headphones, um, Beats by Dre. So if you ever seen the Beats by Dre with the B, on there, just, you know, that's the headphones that he put out. And just so you know, so when you see all the kids 
got beats by Dre. And you're like, oh, that's cool. That was the guy who just did the halftime show. Um, so it's just those little things that the average person won't know. And yes, guess what? I was going to do it on my, at the, what you got for the people, but I'm going to go ahead and do it now. Just a heads up. Outside of if you don't want to watch the Super Bowl halftime show, don't watch it. That's one. Two, there's also a group of people who sometimes I go back and watch it. I don't stop what I'm doing to watch it because it'll be on YouTube. But there's a group of individuals who affirm their faith and their belief in God where they put on a gospel halftime show every single year. What? And this past it. year, And this past year, it was the one and only Lecrae and the 116 crew where they did a Super Bowl cipher. Now, I can tell you, you can go look it up and you're going to be like, EB, why you told me to go watch this? Yeah, I'm not picking this over the halftime show. The lyrics, yeah, okay. But some of it, I really couldn't understand. And this was, it, it seems like no artistry. That's what you're going to tell me. I can already picture it for you because I watched it and I'm like, come on, Lecrae. Like, you get too much money for this. I know he get too much money for it because the Salvation Army just gave him a boatload of money. I'm going to just go ahead and throw that out there. So I'm like, we, we got to do better. If you're going to do your own little sh- shindig, as some would say, give the people what they deserve mm. or just don't do it at all. But that's just mm. that's just me. That's Shout just out to artists who thoughts. love the Lord. It needs to be one hundred percent, or li- just leave it at leave it. Just mm. leave it alone. Like don't leave don't play alone. with God like that. Because you don't do that for your concerts. Well, I'm just saying. So so just get just give them the best at all times. Be be consistent. I guess I guess that's a better word for me to say. Be consistent in your approach to ministry. Don't be trash. Not saying it was trash, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's my thoughts. EB, I next year. I didn't know that was a thing. Love it. Yeah, it's on YouTube. If y'all want to go check it out, EB, I just want you to know I was not trying to cut you off. What you had was beautiful and insightful, and I'm glad you shared it. I want to oh. say something else about what you said with Jay Z, because originally, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, EB. They wanted him to perform, and he was like, no, this was in the midst of all the controversy with the kneeling and all of that, and he said no, and then they brought him along on the team, and now, as you shared, he's a part of that. And I appreciate when you, when people who put their people, and I say people of, like, Jay-Z putting people of color in places and positions, instead of taking the opportunity for himself, he used it to bring other people along and give them a stage. Because, you know, were they going to give Mary Mary, I mean, not Mary Mary, uh, what's the girl? Oh, Lord. Mary J. Blige. The Super Bowl, I don't see them really reaching out to her like that. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not. It, it would have been rare, right? Like, yeah. rare to slim to impossible. Like, even as, as people, fans, go look at just the past 20 years. You can go farther than that if you choose to, but just go from 2002 to now and just look at how many Black people have been the spearhead of halftime shows. Or even if you want to go a little more, see how many rap artists or rap female artists because I might be wrong, but I, she might have, well, I guess you can say Missy, because Missy is a, she, she rapped, but Mary J. Blige might have only been the second. And she, and just like Missy, I mean, just like Mary, she only had a, a moment a on Katy yeah. Perry's stage. Mm-hmm. But I, so I do want to shout out Jay-Z, my, my friend. Beyonce's, I mean, Beyonce's husband, or 
Jay-Z's wife's husband, my man, Jay-Z. I, I just love him. But anyways, thank you for bringing that to the forefront of uh, this conversation, because I think it is important that we use our influence and our um, voices to amplify others that won't get the opportunity or don't have a, have the voice out there. So shout out to him for that. And I to close our Super Bowl time, I just wanted to ask you guys, and I'll go first. Maybe EB alluded to his. Well, what are your top few Super Bowl foods? So for me, love a good wing. I'm not a Buffalo fan. I don't like Buffalo wings. But barbecue wings, I love some lemon pepper wings. Teriyaki, that's my jam. Love um, the desserts. It's the desserts for me at the Super Bowl party, whether that's cookies, brownies, cakes, whatever. I guess at any party, it's the desserts for me. But love a good dessert at the Super Bowl party. Um, to the Super Bowl party I went to, never had soup before, but I had the best clam chowder this year. Um, at the Super Bowl party. So, you know what? I might got to start moving clam chowder to the Super Bowl party uh, festive, you know, food situation because I never thought about it before. But hey, it was so delicious this year. So that's, I, but yeah, I, when I think of Super Bowl, I think of chips. Can't ever go wrong with a bag of Doritos. Love a, a good nacho Dorito situation. What are you guys' favorite Super Bowl food? I just really got two wings and mm -hmm. fruit. Fruit. Yeah, that's all. I'm good with that. Oh, pizza. I forgot pizza, which is just one of my faves in general, but I love pizza, especially at a Super Bowl. Sabrina, you? Uh, the little nacho cheese dip mm. with the meat in it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it has a name, but I love just it's the dips and the chips oh and then like a little mini meat situation not so much a wing because i've never been a big wing girl but i love a pig in the blanket or like the meatballs and the little jelly Ooh, and barbecue sauce meatballs. whatever and mm -hmm. then of course the desserts i forgot about the meatballs mm -hmm. I, I love a good meatball at a super bowl shindig well i hope you guys had a wonderful super bowl if y'all had a favorite part of the Super Bowl that you enjoyed or that you thought was wild or crazy or whatever, drop it in the comments on our socials. Let us know what you thought about it. Mm -hmm. All right. Are y'all ready for some positivity with Sabrina? Let's go. In light of my celebrity crush, our quote today is actually going to come from the great Kendrick Lamar. This is from his song called Love Me. Well, I call it Love Me because you know how our people are. If he's if the song says a lyric, that's the name of the song, whether it's a lyric or not. But the song is actually called Love. And the line is keep it a hundred. I'd rather you trust me than to love me. I'll repeat that. Keep it a hundred. I'd rather you trust me than to love me. Now, for those of you who don't know, keep it a hundred is like to be honest with you, right? I'd rather you trust me than to love me. So here he's alluding to like a person who would rather have your loyalty instead of love and affection. And I know initially you might think of this about being about someone else, but I want you to look in the mirror and say that quote to yourself. 
I want you to be at a place with yourself and confident enough in yourself and want enough in yourself that you can trust that you are going to be who God created you to be and be true to the things that you want in life and be true to the goals that you know you should reach and not trying to get just the love and affection of other people. Not let that be your end goal because a lot of times that's not going to lead you to the place where you really need to be. Sometimes you got to walk alone. So keep it 100. I'd rather you trust me. I'd rather be you to be able to trust yourself. I'd rather be able to trust myself and know that a quote I say to my husband a lot, like, he'll be like, oh, do you want to do this thing? Do you want to do that thing? I'm like, yeah, I can do that thing. But would I be able to live with myself if I do that thing? And there it is. Sometimes, if the answer is no, then no. Right? So shout out to Kendrick for that great reminder. Trust yourself. Put the trust that you want to have and that comfort in yourself over just some type of superficial affection. What do you have for us today, E.B.? Uh, America, America, America. <laughs> when are we as a people going to learn? White people, white people, white people. And I'm just going to say white people because it was a white person who did it, so I'm going to blame them. But all white people don't look alike. All black people don't look alike. All American Indians don't look alike. All Alaska Natives don't look alike. All African Americans don't look alike. All European Americans don't look alike. All Asians don't look alike. All Native Hawaiians don't look alike. All other Pacific Islanders don't look alike. All other race, ethnicity groups, they all don't look alike. Most people didn't catch it. But if you were on Twitter, because Twitter don't miss a beat. The one we just talked about. Country singer Mickey Guyton was accidentally shown on screen when artist Jenny Eichel was starting her performance of America the Beautiful before the anthem. And boom, you know the name pop up. Because they're just like, this, this person... And then what do they just like, like a whole person is singing a song, America the Beautiful. And it's like the NFL tweets out, Mickey got an incredible rendition of the national anthem. Wrong person, wrong song, all types of craziness. So, you know, Twitter don't miss a beat. Who is the camera operator for the Super Bowl thinking that Mickey got in as Jenny Iko? Jenny Iko and Mickey got in are not the same person. Get it together, Super Bowl. The NFL must think all black ladies look alike. Mickey got enslaves the anthem. Too bad the same couldn't be said for whoever wound up confusing her for Jenny Iko. And they continue just on and on, a whole bunch of tweets. Not them putting Jenny Iko name under Mickey Guyton. NFL diversity inclusion team slack about to ring off. And then you can go on and on. All that to say, what I got for the people today is take your time in recognizing who you're recognizing. Take your time recognizing who you're recognizing. Sharika just told y'all what Jay-Z was able to do. It was like, hey, we want you and your wife to do something at the Super Bowl. In their mind, they was like, if we can get Jay-Z, we know we can get Beyonce again, because she was just like, I think I'm done. And he was like, no, but you can bring me in, put me at the table, and let me tell you what's a better idea. Put me on your payroll, put me on this producer sheet, put me on the entertainment of get, grabbing the guests for the next couple of halftime shows, and then we got a deal. And then we can talk more about social justice and diversity and equity and inclusion. But come on, people. I be at the office. People be trying to call me Adley. I be at the office. People call me Allen. He don't even be there no more. I be at the office. People call me Daryl. And I love Daryl, but we don't look nothing alike. And our body proportions are vastly different. And I love my brother. That's my big brother. And I know he ain't going to get mad at me for saying that. But come on, people. 
Like, stop it. It's okay to just say you don't know. Or don't say nothing at all. Just say, hey. But you don't got to say, hey, Adley. Yeah, I'm not Adley. Now, if I start calling y'all Bob, y'all going to look at me like I'm crazy. You're going to be like, who is Bob? Bob is somebody. I know he's a white guy somewhere. If I start calling you Joe, you're going to look at me crazy. Because you're going to be like, who is Joe? I would just be calling people random names. And I know, I know, I know, I know. People make mistakes. It happens. But when it's the same people over and over again, nah, that, that's not a mistake. That is what we call ridiculous ridiculousness and culturally insensitive. Because you're just like, ah, they're the same, right? Close enough. A, E, D, Allen, Adley, Daryl, E, B. They're close enough in the alphabet. I can mistake these guys. Some of y'all wear glasses. Some of y'all don't. Most of y'all ain't got no hair. It's all the same. I already know what y'all thinking in y'all head when I tell y'all we're not the same. But let's do better, people. Um, and as we get ready to dive into what we recommend, I recommend you to go back and watch whatever is your favorite halftime show. If you don't got one, stop talking about it. Like, you wasting energy for that. Don't waste energy on something you don't care about. That makes no sense to me. And I hope it doesn't make any sense to you. So my recommend is for you to go out and watch your favorite, or go on YouTube and watch your favorite past halftime show. Whether it was the one from last week, or it was the one from last year, or it was the one from last decade. Just watch your favorite one. Sharika, Sabrina, what y'all recommending for the people? Well, I know a lot of us are having the winter blues. Not many of us in Florida, but sometimes we had our little two weeks of winter and there's not a lot of sun and you're feeling kind of down. So I want to recommend baking. Why? Because baking allows you to have like a sense of control over something, even sugar. It can help ease anxiety and it has a set start and an end point that can help you feel a sense of control and purpose, which will also help keep off feelings of being overwhelmed or even depressed. And baking also like puts your consciousness in the present because it triggers your sense of smell and touch and taste. And then finally you get to see that end result and you have that tangible thing to show for your work, which can really bring a feeling of accomplishment. Last week, I did some baking with a friend. Shout out to Sarah Moore. She's a great baker, and she even sells some of her cookies. But I've always wanted to know how to bake scones. So I went over there. I made scones, you guys. One, so good. So good. And I just felt so fulfilled afterwards. So I encourage you. You can bake something you're familiar with or try something new. But get to baking this winter to help keep away your winter blues. Shrika, what do you have? Evie, I wanted to say I appreciate that you shared that. I noticed the mistake when it happened at the Super Bowl, but I was trying to give people the benefit of the doubt and be like, oh, they probably just messed up. But you're right. That's that person's job to get it right. That's your job. That's why you're there. This is the moment to be getting it right. This is hopefully wasn't just some rando on the camera that just was having access willy-nilly. No, this is a professional, that this is your job. So you know what, EB, you're right. That man should have had it together, and he should have been on the right person. So I wanted to say that because I, I was one of those people like, oh, they probably just made a mistake. But you know what? No. At, at this moment, this is your 
job, sir. Get it together. Or ma'am, I don't know who it was. Ma'am or sir, one of y'all. Get it was it a dude. He, 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 the people snitched on him. He got ratted on. <laughs> he got let go? No, he got ratted on. I, don't oh. I hope he didn't get let go. That would suck. What if he got let go? Oh, now I feel bad. But also, this this is the moment, sir, to get it together. But oh yeah, the people. I'm sure they were like, oh, it ain't us. It was it was Joe. It was Bob. Like he said. But anyway, um, what I'm recommending to you guys, um, may may or may not be your cup of tea. But right now, I'm enjoying, um. Oh my gosh, it just went away out of my head. But anyway, I'm enjoying How I Met Your Father. I was not into How I Met Your Mother. I just did a few little clips and watched um, the last, first and last episode actually to see, oh, okay, was this um, the old show about? And before I started watching the new show, but I actually am enjoying it. So, hey, I don't know if it's your cup of tea or not, but I'm enjoying How I Met Your Father. So if you don't have anything to watch. If you, like me, don't always want to be uh, watching something heavy, dr- dramatic, emotional, and you just want some light comedy with some foolishness, go over to How I Met Your Father. That's my recommendation for today. All right. And I'm going to close out with a song that hopefully, well, most of y'all probably don't know it because I know some of our listeners and y'all don't be on Jesus like that. So it is what it is. But these words say, this goes out to the worry. This goes out to the stressed, sorting out a million thoughts running through your head to everyone that's waiting for better days ahead, tired and frustrated and leaving words unsaid. Please don't hold your breath. Just breathe because it's a miracle. We can breathe. There's power in the way that we breathe. Release your heavy burdens and let everything Not some things, not one thing, not two things, but let everything that has breath praise the Lord. This is why we have breath. So praise the Lord. Sometimes you're in the desert. Sometimes you feel the pain. Sometimes he calms a storm and sometimes he lets it rain. Please don't hold your breath. Just breathe. And you already know where that's from. That's from the people who don't miss when they go to the free throw line. Maverick City, Doe Jones, Jonathan McReynolds, and Chandler Moore. But that's what I got for y'all. And it goes with how we always sign out here at the kickback. If life tries to kick you down, make sure you kick back. Until next time.